0: our lives intersect the lives of other people groups or even whole governments what happens next is what i explore in this podcast welcome to intersections i'm brett dickerson your host Welcome to another episode of Intersections. I'm in the offices of Bumbershoot PR, and I'm talking to the founder, Tracy Zeke. So um, Tracy, um, that's how I identified you. Did I, uh, I identify you correctly?
1: Yes, you've identified me. Okay, I, um, good. That's me, G- founder of Bumbershoot PR, and yeah. um, I don't know, my title's president. Okay. I
0: and you also, founded this oh, firm.
1: I'm owner of it. I don't know what 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 do you want me to be? What do you, <laughs> what do you want my title to a, be? That's a that's
0: <laughs> a good PR question, isn't it? What do you Put want me to be? You. I can be yeah. whatever you need me to be. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's just just start with with today. How many people are in your firm today?
1: Four full time employees, uh-huh. myself, and we have an intern this summer too. So okay, good. In good. this little office, we have six adults running around <laughs> trying not to touch each other. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, which is a challenge in it when you're in on a, kind of a small office yes. space. Very but this this is a very non cluttered space here, so you guys do a good job with Thanks. this. We don't so.
1: have a lot of stuff. We don't need a bunch of things. Yeah. Just put, if we get things, we put them on the wall. If they don't work, we get yeah, them. Out okay. Of
0: here. Now now the other uh person who is uh who is listed as as your partner is Rob Chrissinger, right? When did you bring Rob on
1: board? Um, I hired Rob about five years ago.
0: Yeah, five years ago. Mm-hmm. So he's been with you for five years mm-hmm. then. Wow. So so before then it was just you and and people who you hired to help you then, right?
1: Um. Okay. So it was. Um. I started the firm. I'll just kind of. I'm gonna go history teacher on you. Yeah. Bring good. you back to the dark and stormy night, in 2009. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. I had a two-year-old son and. Uh, Maybe he was closer to one and a half, but um, he, uh, I, I, at that time, I was contacted by uh, my friend who, Kim Searles, who was then with Downtown OKC. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, We have a need to make a walking art tour audio tour, um, for downtown's public art. And right. would you be interested in that? And everything in my background said, please go do that. So right. I, um, I said, sure, that sounds like a lot of fun. And I did it from my a desk in my bedroom uh-huh. next to my son's room and messed park. <laughs> wow. and, and, um, and my husband is a builder and he was, you know, working full time right. and I was staying home with our son at the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he was getting busier and I was, too. So I just kind of I Mm -hmm. I started working when he started kind of going to do stuff with his grandmothers or going to you know, when when he was like going to daycare a little bit at um at he went to Erna Crouch. And so when he was there, I kind of started doing a little bit more work.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, so I mean, was this always in your background or was this something you kind of discovered as you kind of moved on into adulthood that's that's the way that story kind of sounds
1: funny my um when I when I first went to college I was 17 years old and I went to OU and I said I'm going to be a PR major yeah and I took one journalism class and was like what in the Have I got myself into? I had no idea what PR meant, what it was, what anyone did. It didn't make uh, sense. It didn't seem fun at all. So I didn't do it. I ended up eventually, um, after a glitch in my grades, I ended up eventually um, going back to school and getting a degree in graphic design from UCO that I've never used. (laughs) But a woman. No, so wait kids, a now, how, can, follow, how can you say you've never used that? Oh, I, I, I have used it. I have never had a desire to be a, a graphic, designer. A not graphic dur- designer. Not even during. Not even during school. Right, yeah, right. I was finishing as fast as I could just to be done already. And then I was certainly
0: in PR work though you. You use the all the stuff that you got from that degree all the time. I know
1: how and, to work with good designers. Yeah, okay. based on how I'm not one. <laughs> I know how. I know how <laughs> to work you, with. But them. you
0: know their their profession. You know sure, the absolutely. language. You know, right?
1: I I speak a different language. I think. Yeah, definitely.
0: So that's that's how you got started. Mm-hmm. Okay, was that was that first campaign? What was the second campaign?
1: I have no idea. I just kind of um, sort of hit the ground running after that. I started working – at one point, I started working – shortly after that, I started working with Mm -hmm. Orange Leaf frozen yogurt. Okay. Um, And their headquarters in Oklahoma City, and I started working with them, and then they became – Bigger and bigger and bigger. And so I brought in um, a group that I had worked with in the past, Ground Floor Media out of Denver. Uh And Ground Floor is one of those firms that like wins best place to work every year in outside magazine. Like, it it is. I mean, you think we have a cool culture here. They've like beat us by spades, but (laughs) it's fine. They're a big firm. (laughs) They can handle it. But um, but, so I brought them in to work with me on that and then eventually ended up kind of leaving the account and they took it on because it's a huge global thing now.
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: I'm not trying to take credit for their success either, but I <laughs> and think- they are well, the global just- <laughs> power they are today because of membership. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, okay, you're well- welcome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, what has been the most unusual client that you've had so far?
1: Um, I don't that kn- mo-
0: most PR firms, you know, may not want or m- just may not get just because it's not usually. You know, something that comes to PR for,
1: um, you know, JB, the rapper, maybe he's not, a, he oh, may not wow. be a fit with everybody in Oklahoma City, but yeah. we adore JB and we think he's one of the greatest talents of not just Oklahoma but we wow. think we think nationally internationally that JB is is ready to break out and be amazing. We work with sugar free all stars um yeah. and you know we work with some musicians and we work with some artists and we don't just work with companies and restaurants wow. we work with people who have art to share and we scale our services down to a way they can afford it. Yeah. Um and we can still do some good for them and they can um we can kind of all work together and make a good make a good Sort of impact for them, that's, so that's something that we do. That's maybe different than other firms. That
0: that's really in, interesting to me because you're right. Most most PR firms would not be be taking that on. You know, somebody like that would come would come to you. They would say, you know, PR firm would say, no, no, you need an agent. You don't need a PR right. firm. So so what kind of strength do you think Bumbershoot brings to those artists, those creatives? uh, that, that an agent may not. Well,
1: you know, if I you're mean, talking, essentially you yeah, are yeah, their right. agent, well, but, yeah, but I know, but this you're, is, I know this what you're is, saying. you not a, different a talent thing. agency. Right. right. we are not a talent agency. And what we do bring are, um, relationships. I think we yeah. have, um, you know, we have the weird capabilities to introduce people to people that help yeah. them and vice versa. So we think if, you know, we make enough of these symbiotic relationships, (laughs) then then everything gets better, and then we all, you know, high tide rises all ships. So
0: the next thing that happened, um, I kind of think about, you know, the trajectory of Mm -hmm. organizations go from founding, Mm -hmm. you know, where it's one person sitting in their bedroom at their desk.
1: I hired someone else before Rob, though. Well. She went on to work for my client. They uh, took her. They took her. Orange Leaf took her.
0: They stole
1: her name was yeah. Meredith Lynn, but okay. now it's a different name because she's since gotten married. It's been that long.
0: <laughs> well, that yeah, but that sounds like success to me, also.
1: She was yeah, she was great. It was, I mean, Orange Leaf for was
0: so impressed. I just okay, we'll hire you. Come on. You
1: well, know. we um yeah um it was the the CEO of Orange Leaf. She was she she worked with his yeah. family, and he said. You'll love her. I did. I hired her and then she was doing great. But then it was like she was doing so great, but she was only working on that. So Scooter over there. And then Rob called. Um, He was working elsewhere at the time and he and I'd worked together before at another agency. And he said, you're going to hire me. And I was like, I don't have any money (laughs) to hire you, but that's cute. And he said, just trust me on this. Hire me and we'll make it work. And I said, can you do it for, you know. $5. And he said, yeah, it was something very small though. I was like, you could, I don't have any money. I could give you 75 cents if you come do this job for me. And he said, okay, I'll take it. Um, But he came over to work for very little and he was right. We ended up making money um, right after that. And so um, he um, has been here since I guess then, I guess that was maybe, maybe that was 2011. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then um, fast forward another two years, And, um, I was like, you know, I'm not very good at keeping books or dealing with my bookkeeper or doing anything at all really that (laughs) pertains to the building or the business. So I, um, wrote this ridiculous ad and placed it on Facebook and it was just like this ridiculous job, um, job description yeah and it was Do and then and then and then, something happened in like fairy dust that description just became julie she walked in the door and she was exactly who i pictured she was exactly <laughs> the conversation i meant to had she did exactly everything it was wow. perfection and um so hired her um and she's been amazing and then okay. we hired julie, who? julie gordy gordy and okay. um she also manages the porch mice it's a band. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. You'll enjoy them. Another another music related thing to share. Oh, yeah, wow. interesting. And then okay. um, and then um, Crystal, who um, was hired a year and a half ago, uh-huh. and she was moving back from Crystal DC. Joseph. Crystal Yosef. Joseph. Joseph. Uh-huh, she was oh. coming back from DC, and um, someone introduced us, and they said, "You need to meet Tracy. You'll go work with her. Trust me, yeah. you guys." And um, and I was like, "I don't really have a job for her." Yeah. But I went and met her, and I was like, "Oh, I can see that I need to hire her. She's beyond amazing. So I hired Crystal got her in and then um most recently we had a client that said we want you to do our social media and i said but we don't do social media here you do your own we'll tell you what to do you do your own and they said okay we we don't want to do that we want you to do it in-house so here's some money go hire someone to work for you full-time and who will do our social media and so we put this request out to the universe and again got ryan tomlinson who is Beyond amazing. Okay. So we have an amazing team. I mean, Rob's the best publicist in Oklahoma City. Crystal is an account manager and event pro. Julie runs this place. Like, like um, I get in trouble all the time. With Julie, so that's why I like her here because she. This is she's you should be interviewing Julie. She's the person that questions
0: wife. the boss all the time. Goes, yes. boss, is that really? A is good that a idea? good idea? Is that- or
1: clean this place up? Like get your, your fur all over your floor. Like whatever the thing is that she's she's on me about. So she handles everything from that end.
0: And that and that says something about you as a boss that that you want employees like that because that's what makes the whole thing good. In, if
1: everybody here didn't feel like they personally were the ones having the relationships with the client or they right. weren't personally with the ones writing this or having the media relationships, yeah. if these things didn't, they wouldn't be able to do as good of a job. I've been in jobs before where I felt like I was in person jail, where I was in yeah. human – where I was just not allowed to be myself. I wasn't allowed to – You had to, to be somebody else. Yeah, and, and yeah. I'm not good at that because I'm barely able to keep it together enough for this interview. <laughs> so <laughs> – so I I could I, but I I, uh, I I I want them to be who they are and right. how they are and have their opinions and have their causes and have their you know and have their presence socially however they choose to and I
0: hear experience there though is that is that your experience that that when you personally connect with your clients that 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 you get them better and they get you better?
1: Everybody in our, if we're talking media, clients, us internally, um, everyone's equally important. If, you know, if you, let's, let's use you as the media, I'm making finger quotes, the liberal media. (laughs) So you're the, (laughs) so you're in here, so you're in here, um, so you're the media, you are, but if you're, you know, talking, if you're talking to a client of ours, for example, um, if that client's not happy, if they're not fully taken care of before the interview with you, they're unhappy, you're going to have interview, I'm going to look bad. So if they're happy and I've given you like the, the preview on their information, you're going to be happy because you're not going to look stupid when you're interviewing them. So they're going to have a better interview. So we all three look good. Yeah. And if, but if, but if Crystal's not happy at work, if she's miserable, if she hates, if she's stuck doing something she doesn't want to work on, Mm -hmm. or if she's working on a client she doesn't believe in, for example, she's not going to do a good job. So we stick with things we believe in um everyone's equally important nobody is you know it's not a this is the client they're the one paying us so they're the one who gets mm-hmm. we're going to bend over to do their will we're going to do what's best for everyone and keep relationships at the forefront
0: i guess i guess you've just found that it's more successful to to stick with things that you really believe in yes that it, that it has to be something that you believe in or you won't you know you're not just out there you know saying if you got the money i got the time you really need to believe in it, don't you? Yes. And that, that really kind of sets you apart not to tar everybody with the same brush at all. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there are other firms that do the same thing. But because you're a small firm and because probably you just kind of started off doing that, mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's become the culture of the firm. You know, you set the culture of this firm. Right. Because you started it. And that, that's been your standard. Am I right about that?
1: Yes. Yeah. Like, I, I literally believe in the right. importance of everything we're doing. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that this restaurant may not change the world, right? But I do love that they are unique and spectacular right. and right. they're digging, a, you know, sticking their own claim and they're getting national press for it. You know, I right. think that yeah. these things that um, if, if everybody's contributing to the betterment of OKC, yeah, right. then I think we're all succeeding anyway. Yeah. And I think that that's the type of people we work with. We, if we believe in you, if we want to get behind you, if we, you know, if it's it, mm-hmm. and that's how we end up working with artists. Um, some artists that we work with, I mean, it's not like they're it's not like we're all getting super rich off of it. Right. Uh, we're doing it for because we believe in them. And if not us, then whom? And mm-hmm. we think mm-hmm. that they deserve it.
0: So what is it? What does it take to make the transition to bigger? Um, that that has always fascinated me to to talk to people who start something because mm-hmm. you're sitting by yourself at a desk. You know, almost every story starts there. I was sitting in a corner of the Ryan. coffee shop by myself. I was sitting at home mm-hmm. by myself. How do you make that transition? from by yourself to the first person to the second person until you yeah, get, get to a larger just, firm.
1: I personally, um, just when I have too much work or when the right person comes and right. you don't want to let that person go because you know that person's going to help you right. w- make your world better. Right, um, yeah. And, um, you know, personally, like when I go swimming, this is an actual analogy. This isn't mm-hmm. I'm not just changing the subject. (laughs) Okay. This isn't just about me swimming. I'm an amazing swimmer, though. I just (laughs) want to throw that out there and crush you in a swim competition. But um, I can't. I don't know why I said that. (laughs) Okay. But, um, But when I get in the water, I get in... Physically, I get in very slowly. I put my feet in, right, and then I get into my knees. Yeah, then I get into my hips. Then I get then I, then once I'm up to my neck, then I can go in under my head. Okay. that's it. And I've always been like that my entire life about right. swimming. And so sure. I'll use that as my analogy about work. Yeah, because I Meredith till she had to go away, then Rob, and then Julie, mm. and then Crystal, and then Ryan. And now we have an intern, and now we're building on. You know, so we have um so we have right. you know we're slowly growing, and um it's just growth based on. The need in a void I didn't know existed in this market. Yeah, I never and wanted to a have a PR firm. This wasn't my plan.
0: Well, yeah. So you've always just just sort of stepped sideways into this, haven't you? Yeah.
1: I mean, there's not stumbled.
0: Not some big timeline on your wall at right. home <laughs> where you had a you big. You see my wall is just a big
1: wall of white fur that you're looking at right now. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, my let me my Yeah, Let me just say
0: that <laughs> Tracy's white wall. Isn't actually a slick board you ride on. It, it's like white fur all it's, over It's her actual
1: world. white fur. It's yeah, not. Yeah. It's no a Animals white wall. were harmed. It's a white wall. It's a vegan, wall, but it's a you vegan fur.
0: You can't ride on it. It's yeah. a vegan
1: fur wall.
0: Yeah. So you've always just kind of stepped sideways mm-hmm. instead of going. You know, you didn't have a five-year plan, you know, and all no, that kind of stuff. No.
1: You've
0: you've kind of rolled. Is that is that really the PR world? Do you, is it just ever? Is it just kind of like being being on a boat in in the sea? You just kind of have to move. No, with
1: the I think there are plenty of. I think on? there are plenty of people who have a vision for what they want their firm mm-hmm. to be, and they yeah. grow it to that. And yeah. I think that those people are amazing. Yeah. I'm definitely not one of them, but I don't think that. Um, you know, the way that my mind works Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the way that my mind works is, is it just doesn't, it doesn't do that. My mind's like, what do I want to do? How do I, Get to do that, <laughs> and the things come after that. Yeah. Whenever, like, what is my, what do I want to do, and how do I get to do that? And right. I mean, what I want to do. There's a lot of creativity, obviously. Right. Um, and we just did like what we just did with 21C um, with yeah. their with their, you know, announcing their penguin color. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we didn't do a lot of work for them. We announced their penguin color. Yeah. I don't want anyone to think we did all the other now annou- you know. But we came in, we announced their did their penguin color announcement, yeah. and we mm-hmm. got and, and since they're a contemporary art museum first and foremost, we were able to. Um, Come up with some really cool ways to take right. what they're doing and then bring that out into the city and touch people in their in their world outside of you know because it it takes a while to you don't get over there that often yeah unless you're going to that location right yeah so we had to bring them to the people and so that's how we did yeah. it was through art
0: that tells us about the background of your firm you know we just got through with Dead Center Film Festival yes. Rob is is the publicist mm-hmm. for that. Uh, for those of us who, who don't know, and I'm not sure I even really know that that well, this is a real education for me right mm-hmm. now, too. What what is a publicist? What is a publicist? Dude. You know, It sounds really important. It sounds really sounds amazing, doesn't it? It sounds like it sounds like he drives
1: a fancy car and his hair's well, flowing no, it sounds in like, the
0: breeze. Like an awesome responsibility <laughs> is what it sounds like to me. It's
1: a um, you know when when um, I used to be on the board of Dead Center a million years ago yeah, before okay. anyone important was ever on the board. It was like me. <laughs> Some other really cool people, and we just did it so we could go to parties. And it was awesome. And we okay, like, um, so I did that, and yeah. when I was on the board, I was kind of handling publicity for Dead Center, right. okay. and then um, and then I. Um, got off the board and, and I don't know if I was still on the board or not but I did this party called Red Center Lounge it was when we okay. had um, Matt Hoffman's um, film um, premiered in the street and we had like 5,000 people show up and you wow. know that kind of yeah we did we, did, we had a great yeah. it was one of those it was one of those early dead centers where we're like we don't know what yep. we we still don't know all these parts that we're doing so no, that's right. what I had so that year I was like Rob we need publicity right. so can you come donate your time to this mm-hmm. and he said sure so he came and we weren't working together yet and so he came over and started doing the publicity for Dead Center, and um, and did that as a volunteer, mm-hmm. like I did mine as a volunteer. Right. And so we just and then um, and so I. Handled it before he came in and he just started killing it when he showed up and he was doing such a good job. And he's so good at that. He's so good at Mm -hmm. figuring out what specifically each reporter, each editor, each whomever wants Mm -hmm. or needs for Mm -hmm. their story. And then getting them just that. And it's different than this guy gets and different than this woman gets and different than this this outlet gets. See, that just sounds really hard to me. Yeah, it um, sounds sounds like a
0: really difficult thing to do well. Probably plenty of people that try it, but it's hard to do it well. I think we do it?
1: that. That's one of the things that we do well here. Yeah. I it mean, is. I think that's what, you know, I mm-hmm. I learned how to do PR really in motorsports. Like we had a, a driver that was kind of not always not the best. Yeah. And um he was kind of always middle of the pack. We had a great sponsorship relationship and we had right. a great deal going. And so we had regular news in each market based on i mean we we were you know our sponsor was getting tons of press in every market because Mm -hmm. we had such a good story to tell and that's where i really learned how to do it so i would go in and i would work in these local markets around the country and then i worked for Mm -hmm. ground floor after that and then ground floor uh, media out of denver is like so amazing and worked for them and that's where i kind of i'm still you know i still get to be affiliated with them from time to time they pull me in if they need a you know, like a punchier story or, you know, something Mm -hmm, to write, you know. So I I work on some, on the weird, They, they have something weird going on they call me. I help out <laughs> on their weirdness. I bring uh-huh. in the weird and then i leave I leave and come back to Oklahoma.
0: Right. No, not many Stark shirts in this firm. Right.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah. When Rob's I came like in a while suits, ago so Rob Well, T yeah. Rob looks great in a
0: suit and I've seen him uh-huh. in a suit before, but he had a T shirt on when right. I came in today. Yeah. So yeah. So it's it's there's not some kind of dress code. You, you dress know, for your back. day, you yeah, dress
1: right. for your work. And if your work is sitting at your desk and grinding on getting some, some press releases out or getting some Mm -hmm. things scheduled, Mm -hmm. you don't need to be in a suit for that. You know, everybody knows, I mean, like, we're going to go meet with this type of client. Like I had a meeting today at energy FC, so I have on jeans and a shirt. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not a fancy outfit, (laughs) but if I was going to, I don't know where. Where would I be going that would be super dressed up? I have no idea. I'd probably <laughs> always wear this. I'm lying to everyone if I try to act like I am a well-dressed PR person. Uh, well, you've
0: already had your <laughs> wedding, so see so. Get, a, get uh, a boxy suit and yeah, or start,
1: start passing out business cards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to change my ways yeah. so you look like a liar well, on your so interview. It, so, it,
0: so it sounds like um, PR work is, a, is about... Just kind of perceiving what's needed out there, and then going for that, going toward that. Right? Try, trying to just, get yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's sometimes yeah.
1: it's media that we need. Sometimes it's earned media for You're the right. client. Yeah. And, um, you know, our thing, we like to stay away from ad budgets because we think that that kind of muddies the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but. So what's is, the
0: alternative to an ad budget?
1: Someone else can spend the money over there. We don't want to do it. We don't oh, want to be okay. in charge of the ad budget. And um, we did that oh, recently okay, okay. for a nonprofit client yeah. just because we had, we were better suited to do it than them. Um, mm-hmm. but we don't do it. We usually call in a media buyer and send that person over there and we don't oh, want to even, we don't okay. have it even come through here because we want our relationships to be with the editors and the reporters. And, right. um, and and if we don't do it that way, we don't want to be the reason someone's getting heat from right. the, the publishing side. Right. Okay. We, we want to be the person who really is bringing a legitimate story of right. value to right. a yeah. reporter to possibly write about. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you do. I've I've experienced that before. I've experienced before. Yes, we try. You before. Yeah. We try. You know the main thing that I've experienced uh, as a journalist with with you and Rob is is just you know the one word that comes to mind is earnest. That that you make an earnest effort. You um, make an earnest effort to get the truth out there and and to not try to varnish anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I've I've not you know, known of you to represent any seriously bad dudes or anything <laughs> like that. And that that really is the key to uh, to not um, having to varnish over stuff, isn't it? Is right. is going back to your original principle That I'm not going to represent somebody and something unless I really believe in it.
1: We say no thank you a lot of the time. Yeah, Um, we say yeah, we do. We say to say no thank you. Yeah, I think it's not for us. It's not fit for us. But we always try to find that person a home. So we always try to find um, another group that might be more in tune with their beliefs or in tune with what they're trying to do. And um, and so that's you know that's when we get to we get to hopefully make friends. <laughs> yeah, so
0: the right fit is really important there mm-hmm. then between client client and firm. The right fit Especially is when important it comes to here. PR, a PR when it firm. comes
1: to here, the right fit is important. Um yeah. if we not we had? I mean, we've we've had people we've started working with in the past. Like we, mm-hmm. by the third meeting, you know, they're about to sign a contract, and there have been. There's one in the past year that we, we didn't um, that we decided not to pursue the relationship with right. during that signing, just because right. the conversations and the way that just we didn't we didn't fully trust. Right. what was coming to us yeah. and then um, you know and then we've also said that a couple of other times but in the past right. year I think there's been like one we've said definitely like we thought we were in and then we were like wait hold up so there are a lot that just that first phone call or the first inquiry we right. kind of say it's not a fit for us it may be a fit for mm-hmm. X, Y, or Z contact these people
0: it occurs to me that that's, that's probably a good test for ju- for just, just about anybody life. with with, <laughs> with what they do isn't it that, that to, be, to be sure that you're doing something that you believe in mm-hmm. right Right. Correct. Yeah, and then and then other things. So you found that other things flow. Then yeah. yeah, you don't
1: have any stress. You sleep all night long. Like you don't have anything wrong. I mean, you can get busy, and you're <laughs> you busy doing you, your work. You actually
0: sleep just like all night long.
1: I sleep all night long. I go to bed at like ten, and I wake up at seven. <laughs>
0: well, how about that? Yeah, you're in a PR firm, and you sleep all night long. I, <laughs> I think that's news right there. <laughs> I
1: think let's just. Uh, yeah. if we can pull this out. <laughs> put it on the top of the interview and just drop the mic and walk out of the room now no but i, I mean of course yeah. and, and i p i think pr gets a bad rap so you have not well, no, so well you have, and you isn't know.
0: that isn't that the case yes. you've got maybe one journalist that just slams you know that just sits down and just hacks something out they don't care if it's true or not whatever you know i right. mean every, it like or that that one law firm that represents every right crooked guy in the city whatever but then you got all these other lawyers out there who say no to their clients all the time Mm -hmm. just like just like you do Mm -hmm. and so yeah so that that's pretty much the case with just about everything you Mm -hmm. know i mean that 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 all it all it takes is one or two bad people to misrepresent it. the
1: 80 20 rule you gotta have it or you don't believe the 80 right like you've got to have <laughs> those 20 out there ruining your life so like we show up and we're all like it's us it's you're us. like hooray we're it's here. Tracy yeah <laughs> hooray. so
0: you need the contrast.
1: exactly though. I hope that I set the bar low and
0: I, <laughs> you said it very high actually.
1: how many um how many cusses were there like four, four well, cusses? I'm
0: going to have to beep a few okay. out because this is listed as clean on okay. iTunes. So I Sorry. have to beep a few things okay.
1: out. That's all right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we can get back like a voiceover to, it. handle and darn it. We can get back through and like put in like, shucks. And just very, 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 very yeah, obviously okay. dubbed no, in no, cuss no. words. No,
0: just a slight little silence <laughs> in there. Nobody knows it. Uh, Tracy, thank you very much for all of this. Thank I really you. appreciate it. Good interview. That concludes our interview. There are several ways for you to catch this weekly podcast. Go to our website at intersectionsok.com where you can subscribe, listen to episodes, read the backstory, and see photos of our guest. On iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and our Facebook page, we are Intersections Oklahoma. On Twitter and Instagram, we are Intersections OK. I always want to hear about the cool people in your life so write to me. My email address is ideas at intersectionsok.com. Stephen Tyler is our awesome production advisor, and I am your host, Brett Dickerson.